What's up, my hungry friends? Welcome back to the Hungry for Success podcast. I am your host, Michael Phelps. I've been super excited to drop this episode. I got to sit down and talk to Alex Poro, or most of you guys might know him better as Poro92 on Instagram. The guy's lost well over 250 pounds. He did it in a super short amount of time, like 15 months, uh, which is just mind-blowing. But once you hear how he did it, uh, how dedicated he was to his nutrition, his exercise, and the whole nine yards, you guys are going to be blown away. Um, Also, like I said, be sure to check him out on Instagram because he's on there every morning right after his CrossFit workout, just giving motivational tips about weight loss, mindset, just everything you can imagine. So make sure you guys check him out, and I really hope you enjoy this episode. Alex, what's up, man? Hey, how's it going, man? I'm uh, I'm honored to be on this with a uh, 18 time. How many gold medals do you have, Mr. Phelps? Uh, too many to <laughs> count, my friend. Too many to count. I appreciate. It. I appreciate it. How's it going? It's going good, man. And I, I'm honored as well to have Mr. Uh, Mr. Hungry on the show, man. You got the it, apparel, the the Stay Hungry uh, motto, and everything. Yeah, man. It was it was only about time. It was only a matter of time. Yeah, so I was wondering where my that's actually my first question. Where does that uh stay hungry come from? Um, so you know, along along the road, you know, different mottos, different mantras like came into my mind. Like I was very I was very headstrong going into it from the beginning. And I used to go by like no days off and like I was literally at four hundred and eighty pounds going hard. Like it wasn't always in the gym. Like I adapted along the way, like it started just walking in my neighborhood and like doing flights of stairs. Um, and I just had that, that motto, just like, doesn't matter what you're doing, just put in the work every day. And it slowly evolved, slowly evolved. And then I started thinking about it. I'm like, I'm fucking hungry. Like I'm starving. Like there's, there's so many things out there in the world. There's so many different, whether it's weight loss or not weight loss. And you know what I mean? I just don't ever want to be complacent. And it's just like, feed me, feed me. And from going from that extreme obese, that morbid obese, where I'm literally always hungry and I'm just mindlessly eating and going to the buffet and just gain weight and existing to, you know, putting it into like a lifestyle model. just like, I always want more. Like I'm never satisfied. And it's not like in a cocky way. It's just like, I could always do a little bit more. So just keep on giving it to me. Just keep on, keep on putting it on the plate. And you know what I mean? I'll, I'll see what I can do with it. So is that something that uh, you've always had maybe in different avenues of your life, but that same mindset, just maybe not in your like health and fitness until more recently? I mean, it it definitely wasn't uh, something, you know, lifelong. Um, I'm going to be straight up honest with you. You know what I mean? I didn't get to, I didn't get to 480. um, You know what I mean? Being a Um, Mm go-getter. I I was lazy. Um, I, I, you know, I was always the funny fat guy and I never really thought of where I would be. You know, I never thought, Hey, I'm going to go to college. I mean, I still haven't never went to college, but like, I didn't, I didn't have high goals set for myself. I was just existing. Um, so I think that mindset, um, generally I had, I had that mindset to start the weight loss journey. Like mm-hmm. everybody has a why and you know, as cliche, as cliche as it sounds, it's like, I, I stepped on a pallet scale and I saw that I was almost 500 pounds and I didn't want to die. I didn't know what the hell I was doing, but I just started. And, um, you know what I mean? So just like, just that, con- that consistency and, uh, just building up into 
that mentality and that mentality has definitely grown and you know what I mean I think along this journey that that growth and that mindset has been so why I started making shirts and why I started saying it literally every day and it's just like literally if you watch my stories if you follow me on Instagram it's literally the same thing every day and that's my bread and butter it's like I'm boring I'm just a normal guy working a nine-to-five but that's my whole thing is I'm just a normal dude if you say you can't I did why can't you you know what I mean yeah absolutely and so you know kind of the reason I chose the name um stay or uh, hungry for success for the for the show is so I feel like a lot of people that's where they go wrong a lot of people get motivated and they uh, really want to make a change they really want to be successful but that's short-lived they fall off after three weeks six weeks like whenever that initial adrenaline rush goes away then they start kind of going downhill and you have to stay hungry and constantly challenge yourself and not get complacent. Um, you know, kind of another thing that feeds into it was me, a lot of, you know, my weight gain in my opinion was complacency. You know, I didn't, um, I didn't make myself a priority. I was like eating out of convenience and all that type of stuff. Um, so that's kind of where the name of the show came from. And it, you know, if it, if it's right into your mentality. And so one thing I'm interested to hear, like, so you said that you went into your fitness journey, you know, kind of with that mindset, but has that evolved and gotten stronger over time? Absolutely. Um, I mean, before it was kind of, and I think why I had success and why, like you said, a lot of people fall off when they get unmotivated is I never really had huge, huge visions or huge goals. I had a goal weight of mm-hmm. 225 and I never set a timeline. I've never, I was like, okay, I need to reach it here. I need to do it this way. I just had a goal weight. I didn't even know what 225 looked like. I'm about 225 right now. My, you know, and I've sustained it. My lowest was 199. Hated it. Um, you know, Wonderland's not for everybody, but, um, my, my mindset definitely changed and evolved because again, like I just had that one goal and it was just doing little things every day. And now it's kind of, it's, it's evolved to the point where I don't know. I mean, I know the little things I'm going to do tomorrow, but I don't know what tomorrow brings, but I know whatever tomorrow brings, I'm going to take, I'm going to make the best of it. Um, you know what I mean? Uh, I know I'm going to be waking up at 4am doing CrossFit at 5am, God willing. Um, but I'm just open to doing bigger things. Like if there's an opportunity um, outside of fitness, if there's an opportunity for, for a career placement or, or anything, literally anything, if there's an opportunity, I'm going to take it. Um, and it doesn't necessarily need to be, it doesn't necessarily always need to be uh, financially, you know, benefiting you. Um, you know what I mean? If it's, if it's like, for me, it's going when my girls CrossFit is like a very cult thing. And when my girls don't show up, I'm not a coach. I'm just a normal dude. And when my girls don't show up at 5 a.m., I call them out on a little text message. I'm like, hey, where are you? And uh, they're like, okay, okay, I'll go at 5.30. And I got better things to do. Uh, but guess what? I'm going to show up. Just I see their cars are there, but I'm still going to roll up and just, and just watch them and just be there supporting them. And, you know what I mean, that's just like another little opportunity. Like, if you have the opportunity – to use your story to help benefit others and just motivate them that just a little bit, just being there and knowing, okay, he's, he's fucking got my back. You know what I mean? Just little, little opportunities like that. It doesn't always have to be financial. It doesn't always have to be physical. If you could just use opportunities to empower and enrich the lives around, around you. 
I mean, that's what I live for. That's my bread and butter. And that's, so that's the opportunity that social media gives us is to share our stories, create a community. And, you know, I mean, the reason why I'm doing the show, the reason you're on the show is to help spread our knowledge of the stuff that we've done and how we've gotten to the places that we are. Um, So one thing, I don't want to get off this mindset thing though, because I think it's extremely important. Like, I, I honestly think that's what makes the majority of people successful. Like you can do the work, their work is not physically hard to lose weight, but it's keeping yourself on track. So, you know, kind of what I'm interested in is, so you said you, you know, you didn't get to the weight being a go-getter and then like you went into your fitness journey with this mindset. Like what was really like the switch that flipped or like, was there some way that you developed that mindset? Like how did you get there? Yeah. So like I said, like the pallet scale, that was my wake up call. 480, that was my wake up call. I was, if I look back at pictures, um, I was invited to be a groomsman for one of my friend's weddings. I turned it down because, and I'm glad I turned it down. Uh, it was on a lake and it was, you came, we were, we were supposed to come in on a little boat, a tiny little boat. I can only imagine it swaying. So I'm glad I didn't take that. And I look back at pictures and I'm, I'm just, I'm this dude wearing a seven XL um, vest and I don't even know what size pants. And it's just, just looking back at that. And you know what I mean? This, the switch was literally, um, you know, I'm not going to drop too many F-bombs or anything. It's just like not being able to wipe my ass. You know what I mean? Not being able to put my socks on. Just all those little things that people take for granted. People who were never obese, those little things like clipping your toenails, like being out of breath, going to the refrigerator. You know what I mean? Just little things. And that kind of just that flipped the switch. And honestly, like it all, it all added up. Like the no days off thing. Um, you know, you got to start. You, I just had to start somewhere. I had to start somewhere. I had, Are you I had a little, yeah, like I had a little Samsung watch and it's, it counted steps and it counted. It wasn't like a Apple watch, um, but it was just doing steps, doing flights of stairs, slowly progressing into Planet Fitness. Okay, the weight's falling off. The weight's falling off. I, hadn't, I haven't hit a plateau yet. Um, and, you know, just adapting. Okay, okay, I'm burning a little bit. Okay, um, you know what I mean? I want to start putting on start putting on some muscle. I'm going to start, use, you know, hitting the weights a little bit more, adding a little, little bit more food as I started to understand that it was fuel and not just a number on a, on a piece of, uh, on a box of food. Yeah. So, I mean, just once you, I, it all comes down to, you know what I mean, things that you learn, things that you pick up a long time. Um, you know what I mean? Nobody's going to be an expert. I wouldn't try and go, you know, I wouldn't ask a six-year-old how to drive a semi-truck. You know what I mean? Um, so just that, just that mindset from experience, just, we've been failing. I don't know about you, but I, I, I failed my whole life. Um, as far as, you know, weight, I was obese my whole life. I was always the big kid. Um, so just learning from my mistakes and knowing, okay, well that shit didn't work. I'm just going to keep pushing forward and, you know what I mean? Just, just adapting and, you know, failure, failure is not failure. It's just, it, they're just lessons learned. You know what I mean? Just yeah, use it, keep exactly. moving forward. So, yeah, I mean, I can like visualize in my mind where you're at in that place. Like you hit the pallet scale and you have all these other confounding factors on top of that. And you're just like, now's the time I got to fight for myself. And I can see how that mental switch is flipped and you can almost become a different person in your mind. Right. But yeah. so I want to go back, you know, I, I got a little excited and, and took off on <laughs> a different path here, but no, you're okay. So you get, you get on the pallet scale and yeah. it says, uh, what'd you say? 480. Yeah. Yeah. So it says that. So 
that starts your journey. All right. So give the listeners a little bit of background about your journey, how it started, you know, kind of your life or so leading up to that moment. And after that. Okay. So, I mean, like what you touched on earlier, um, social media and how we could use it as a community and all this space, um, literally had no clue what I was doing. Literally, um, never used a trainer, never had a nutritionist, um, didn't start implementing. Like people are always asking me about supplements, didn't use supplements until, you know what I mean? I started like going hard in the gym and I started using BCAAs and pre-workout and all that stuff. Um, but it, it pretty much started, I looked to YouTube, I looked to Instagram for pages of other people who were similar to my weight. And I'm not going to do any name drops, but you know, like all the big pages, you know, I found them obviously. And I asked, I reached out, DM them questions, but they're huge pages. I was never going to get a response back. I got a response back from one of them. Um, and you know what I mean? Just finding those similar pages, um, people who had the same, almost the same body build. I'm like, okay. It's like, all right, well, he's about where I'm at right now. Let me just pick his brain, you know, see what he's doing and just learning from that. Learning, you know, like I said, about food being fuel, learning about clean, um, clean burning food. Like I've never, I've never done keto, but I've adapted along, along the way. I just did like a low carb in the beginning because at 480, my body had enough fat, enough fuel to burn throughout the day that I didn't, I wasn't doing intense workouts that I needed all these carbs. Um, so just, it started just as my personal Instagram page. And, you know, I was just documenting my little workouts at, um, at Planet Fitness, um, just nonsense selfies, then just picking up, picking up little tools, picking up little tools along the way on, on YouTube, just, just different meal plans. And, um, Honestly, I get a lot of I get a lot of heat because nothing's really changed. Like my meals pretty much look the same, just you know the portions are a little bigger, and mm -hmm. um, I have a lot more rice now. So, uh, yeah, I mean for me, social media and the accountability, the accountability that social media has, and the you know what I mean, just the groups and the relationships that you pick up with these people who are doing who are dealing with the same stuff across the country, across the world is huge. Um, you know, social media can be dangerous. There could be a, a lot of jerks, a lot of people, you know what I mean, who are, you know, keyboard warriors. But I think there's definitely more positive than negative, especially in the weight loss community on social media. Yeah, I agree. And I mean, I would say that uh, social media is kind of twofold, right? That it can be really positive for you and, and negative at the same time. Like, uh, it can be that accountability, but it can also be, um, you know, you can get on there and compare yourself to other people and the weight that they've lost compared to the weight you lost, how they look, how I look, all these types of things. But as long as you focus on using it for the right reasons and keeping those right people in your circle, I mean, yeah. it, it can make a huge difference, especially, you know, what I think about is I'm very fortunate that I have my wife here and she supported me like throughout my journey and such but you know there's single people out here that maybe their families are overweight maybe you know their friends are overweight and they don't have anyone to turn to or they don't have any overweight people no one that's been through this and you know instagram facebook the groups and communities that gives them a place uh you know where they can go and ask their questions freely and things like that and get the support that they need yeah and get it from people like you i mean one thing that i've heard about you from a bunch of people is that you know 
you you don't care who they are you know you have a large following but I mean I have 2,000 or 200 followers on Instagram right now and here you are doing my podcast you know um, so I mean that just goes to show that there are people like you in the community that have been through this struggle and are willing to help other people that are in the community yeah man yeah I mean sometimes DMs get a little backed up because like I say I'm just a normal dude wake up work out go to work and then I have an early bedtime but every DM I try to get back to I just feel I take it to heart sometimes when those people are kind of like asking for like their own individualized you know blueprint but I kind of just you you have to break down to them you have to be like listen what worked for me will not work for you and I just tell them I say listen for one week I just want you to start logging your food on my fitness pal cut out and this is going to be very opinionated, but just cut out all those sodas, cut out the chocolate milks, cut out juices, whatever. Do that for a week. See how you feel. See how your body feels. Mm-hmm. And then let's get the body moving. You know what I mean? Obviously, it's going to be different for everybody. Um, but you know what I mean? I just, there's, there's just not enough hours in a the day. There's not enough hours in a day. And um, you know what I mean? That's, that's why I pride myself on, you know what I mean? Just being, just literally just being a guy who was 480 you know what i mean so my dms are always open and i'm always easy to reach easy to talk to um so yeah and i it, weirdly enough i had this exact same conversation today with a coworker who said you know like all i really want to do is lose 40 pounds and i was like man you can lose 40 pounds in a heartbeat i'm yeah. not a nutritionist but this what's work this is what worked for me and i was like how many he drink he loves mountain dew i was like how many mountain dews do you drink in a day he's like three yeah. and i'm like that's almost 600 yeah. or 900 calories right there yeah. over the course of a week you're over 50 600 calories cut that out and, and the sugar the yeah, sugar is yeah. like 70 grams per can exactly and it's like 153 percent of your daily intake i was like just cut that out and just see where you are in a month right like even just if the drink. weight yeah even if the weight doesn't move you're just gonna feel better exactly but i would almost guarantee that the weight moves really i mean realistically cutting out you know six almost six grand of calories and for over a month that's gotta work out for you um so going back just a little bit again like whenever what did your first diet really look like so i know you said uh that you went a little bit low carb so what Mm -hmm. did that like look like and then kind of how did that evolve and have you tried the paleo since you're in the crossfit i haven't Um, so literally I could tell you this because this was just my consistent thing. Um, beginner's diet for me, I would have one of the, I didn't have the premier protein, but I had like the premier protein, little Mm pre-made shakes. It was like the Walmart brand because it's cheaper. Um, I would have one of those bad boys. As soon as I wake up, I would have two Dan and light and fit Greek yogurts by the time I got to work. And then I would break up. Um, it was always kind of like the bodybuilder diet, like every three hours. And then I would break up, um, three to four times throughout the day, just, um, ground chicken or grilled chicken with broccoli, or sometimes I would do cauliflower rice or cauliflower. So it was never intentionally keto, but it was, you know, it was low carb. Mm -hmm. Um, and then as I started moving a little bit of weight, I started adding, I would do, um, you know, I, I didn't even know about jasmine rice. I would just do some white rice or brown rice. Um, before or after my workout just to have, I was like, Oh, I need, I need carbs just right now. I can't have carbs throughout the day. Um, and it just kept, it just kept evolving. And now, I mean, I'm, I'm getting out of my comfort zone. I'm doing a bodybuilding show 
in October. So, and again, I'm not working with a coach. So it's just like, I'm, I'm adapting. I'm like, okay, I definitely feel like if anybody knows how to lose weight, it's definitely me. But like, I, I'm struggling with, okay, I'm still trying to put on a little bit of size. I'm still trying to put on, you know, a little bit more muscle. So right now I'm probably about, I'm at 400 grams of carbs. Um, so I'm eating a fair amount. I'm having about, um, a cup, cup and a half of rice, which with each meal. And, um, it's all, it's all pretty much real food right now. I'm not really doing too many shakes, not really doing, um, any, like any yogurt. It's just all straight, like beef. I'm, I switch it up. It's either lean beef or chicken and, or ground turkey and jasmine rice. Cause I've, I've just always been like a minimalist. Like there's really no secrets in losing weight. Obviously there's a lot of factors to it, but calorie deficit is going to be the most important. But one of the things with me is I've always tried to minimize processed foods. Like I feel like if people learned and they weren't and it's 2020 terrible year, but if people just learn how to cook their food and even if they don't cook their food, there's plenty of meal prep services out there. Mm -hmm. Just having less preservatives in your food, you're going to feel better. And it's just, that stuff's going to hold. I don't, I don't know. It's, it's science, but you know, people don't want to hear it. Yeah. There's science to it, but it's for people smarter than me. And I mean, I kind of, <laughs> I kind of feel the same way. And you know, oddly enough, we're in a very such similar situation in that like, I'm pretty much a minimalist with food too. I literally eat almost the exact same thing every day. Yeah. It's like egg whites and like a, a hamburger, you know, hamburger meat with rice or chicken and vegetables, yeah. like all that same kind of stuff. And, you know, I'm in a different mindset now where it's like, people ask me, how can you eat like that same thing every day? And it's just like, I'm not sitting here eating this for the pleasure. And yeah, I mean, I make it taste good, put seasoning stuff yeah. on it, but it's not, you know, that's not my intent of eating anymore. Uh, now yeah. my, you know, intent is to fuel myself for lifting and jujitsu and all this other crazy stuff. And, you know, I need that to, to be at the top of my game, so to say. And, you know, so it, that's kind of shifted my focus completely. And so is that kind of the same with you with CrossFit and bodybuilding and such? Yeah. Yeah. And it's definitely important. And God knows how, when I was 199 pounds, I don't know how, so, so me and my buddy, we we're, we we're both, we we're having a little competition who would see um, if I was going to deadlift 405 first, or if he was going to, we we're both pretty close to the, you know, 200 pound mark, or if he was going to hit 199 first. And ironically enough, I woke up that morning, 199.2. And I went to CrossFit and it was a deadlift PR day. And I pulled 405 pounds off the ground. I don't know how, like that was the weakest, my <laughs> body ever felt like I didn't I didn't feel 190 I, 199 was short Wonderland was short-lived um but just just especially when I'm on this little bulk or refeed or whatever you want to call it the more food I'm having and the quality food just increase increasing the ounces or you know the volume of my food I'm feeling it. I'm feeling a gym like you could perform and yeah. I was a little scared because like I was at that I was at that 210 210 was like my comfort zone I felt really good at 210 and I went to have my, my physical today and mind you, I was already a couple meals in two gallons of water down. He's like, okay, well your weight's at two 30. I'm like, okay. okay. But then, you yeah. know what I mean? He was going, he was going over all my numbers, you know, with my, my blood pressure and all this, whatever. I was like, Hey, I was like, can we go back to, um, three years ago? He's like, yeah. I was like, wow. 
was like, yeah, that's, that's huge. And, and uh, he's like, oh, but we don't have a weight for you. I was like, yeah, you don't have a weight for me because I had to weigh myself on a pallet scale. So, so I mean, <laughs> just, just like those little things, those little, you know what I mean, statistics that you don't see, like feeling better, like physically yeah. having that health that you don't, you know, you can't see visually. That's what it's all about, you know what I mean? Because I want to sustain this for life. I don't want to, I don't care, you know what I mean? It's, it's not a competition in the gym. There's always going to be somebody stronger. There's always going to be somebody faster. You're going to go into that gym and there's going to be that guy in the corner, you know, triceps popping, whatever. There's always going to be somebody better. I'm just trying to be the best me. That's it. And if I feel great and the food is satiating to me and I'm satisfied, that's what it's all about. And, I mean, like you said, we're pretty much on the same diet, you know what I mean? Just rice and rice and whatever protein that we can get you know what i mean and yeah if it works whatever works for you whatever works for you yeah i mean it's awesome that you're in that place so like how good does it feel like when you're in the doctor's office today and you're looking back and he's looking back at three years ago and uh compared to now like what's that feeling like yeah i mean like you're not you're not scared to go to the doctor's office you're kind of looking forward to it like you're kind of looking forward to the numbers and like i'm looking forward to you know what i mean um the the blood test just want to see like all those numbers you know what i mean it's it's fun obviously it was fun and very satisfying to see the scale go down all that but just to see your quality of life and your your overall health going up you know what i mean it's not all about weight loss isn't about isn't all about losses there's a lot of gains in between so yeah and so you know you kind of touched on there like you're not you know it makes you feel you're not scared to go to the doctor yeah. So I know that from my own journey, one thing that has changed tremendously that, you know, it's not necessarily health related, but is my, my confidence and mindset, right? My, mm. my want and desire to like try things. I'm not at, not nearly as like scared or hesitant to do. Um, so like, for example, jujitsu, like I would have never walked into a jujitsu gym at 350 pounds, would not yeah. have done it. You couldn't have paid me, you know? Yeah. Um, so are there things that, you know, I'm assuming CrossFit is one of them, but things that mm. this drastic change has just, has allowed you to do or given you the freedom to do that you wouldn't have had before? Okay. So, um, I think honestly, one of my, one of my best qualities, one of my strengths, um, one of my strongest muscles, um, I wasn't always, you know, confident or like a go-getter up here, like we talked about, but to a sense even at my biggest, I never really cared. I've always had thick skin. I never really cared what people thought of me. Um, like I said, if somebody was making fun of me, I would make fun of myself first. Like I have all those beautiful pictures of me, 400 plus pounds on the beach. Like people were staring at me. I think it hurt more when little kids would stare and they would just like walk by and say something because kids are going to say what's on the top of their mind. But I've never really had like an issue as far as, as far as that. But as far as like, physical things like you said the crossfit yes crossfit i'm there the, the fact that i i can wake up and perform and you know i'm doing things that i never thought i'd be able to do like climb a rope um i still haven't done like handstand push-ups because i don't see what's wrong with regular american push-ups i don't know why <laughs> I, I don't understand why i need to go upside down but um like somebody if somebody invited me to come out and do jujitsu i think i would be down if somebody like anything any physical thing that I couldn't do before, I am so down. I still want to do, I live in South Florida and one of my goals when I lost weight was to do jet ski. I've yet to do a jet ski. And that's just like 
such a little thing. It's like, you live in Florida your whole life. How have you never, have you never done jet skis? It's like, yeah. well, before I probably would have sank it. Now, like I'm down, but it's just, it's, it's like a hundred dollars for an hour to rent the jet ski. I'm not about that. <laughs> I'm so not if you ever come through Kentucky, you are more than welcome to stop here. I will take you to a jujitsu class uh -oh. um, and we will not do any handstand pushups. Uh, I would probably break my neck trying to do a handstand pushup. Yeah. <laughs> are you just saying you want to roll with me? No, 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 no. <laughs> Nothing like that. Nothing like that. Just, uh, I think jujitsu is for everybody. It's like, it's yeah. changed my life completely. I love it. Um, you know, it's like something I found and it kind of sounds like, you know, how you found something in CrossFit, like the community yeah. there, you know, you're in here like rolling and kind of like going to battle with all these dudes, uh, every day. And then, you know, if somebody's not there for, they miss three or four classes, it's like, Hey man, you hurt, you good. You come back to class. Like what's mm -hmm. up? Um, so it's like a similar dynamic and you know, it's that accountability piece again. Yeah. So another thing I'm interested in that you said is, is this bodybuilding show. So where did the idea come for a bodybuilding show? And, uh, you know, like, when is it? What, what's the deal? So I got that little guy behind me. Um, that's kind of like another, another thing. And I was going to be quiet about it. So set goals, stay quiet about them, smash the shit out of them, clap for your damn self, repeat. So I wasn't going to say anything. I was just going to kind of show up and do it. But I felt like I needed to just put it out into the universe just to, just to let people know, like, oh, he's, he's, he's going to do it. He's, he's, like, serious about it. He's, he's, he's going to do it. And, again, it's like, it comes down to the comfort thing. Like, it's something that I've never done. Most people are going to have a coach because there's science to it. You know, there's science to well, – the posing is not really science, but it's an art. You know, posing is an art. Um, the human like body is an art. Speaking at the right time, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's definitely a science yeah. Yeah, and like cutting and all, you know, cutting and putting on and all that other stuff. Um, but it's kind of just like something that I just want to do. Like, it's not going to be like a notch. It's not going to be like a, you know, a big achievement. Like, oh, I did. It's just going to be like another notch in the belt. And like, I want to go on the stage because um, this specific bodybuilding show, they have a transformation class um, for people. You know what I mean? It's not only weight loss, but it's people you could have been, you know, bulimic you know extremely like skinny and like put on a lot of weight or um you know transgender like anything literally is a transformation class anything goes they're not judging you i mean they are going to judge you to an extent on like bodybuilding like your physique and all that but there's no like weight class it's not like oh you have to be 210 um and ironically enough as long as i don't go as long as i don't get thrown out it's supposed to be in board shorts which is like um, at the knee shorts, I kind of want to go up there in a speedo. I just want to be like <laughs> that. That's just me. Like I want to have fun with it. This is going to be an experience. This is just going to be. It's not like I'm going in there like, oh, I need to win. I just want to go out there and just be like, I was there. I'm here today, and the people in the crowd like, you could do this too if you want to do it. You know what I mean? So it's just like it's just a it's just an experience. Like I said with with jujitsu, you invite me out to go do jujitsu, I probably won't be the best, but I'm willing to give it a try. You know. Yeah. I mean, it's, I think it's awesome that you're so open to, to trying these things. And um, anybody who watches that show is obviously going to be inspired with that whole, you know, transformation class, like everybody yeah. overcoming something. And, you know, I've, uh, I've said since starting the show that like success is contagious. And so like people seeing that, um, 
you know, seeing those people get up there for that show or just the transformation you've, you've made um, is extremely motivating. You know, like that's why those videos on YouTube and stuff are motivating because those are people being successful, getting after it. It's contagious to other people. Um, but, you know, I want to kind of segue into that and saying that motivation is awesome, but, you know, it fades. Motivation can be bullshit. Self-discipline kicks yeah. in. It seems yeah. like you have a ton of self-discipline as far as you wake up at four o'clock in the morning, you go to bed <laughs> at eight o'clock at night, you get after it. Seems like you're pretty dedicated to your food. You know, where did that, where is that self-discipline comes from? Is there like a way you keep your self-discipline? Like, what's up with that? Um, I mean, I'm just a creature of habit. I think all humans are. And um, you just really need to, you know, find it. Literally, literally, it just comes down to find something that you enjoy doing. And I mean, for me, once I start doing something, it just, it just becomes part of my routine. Like I used to, I used to have a thing for, you just switch it up. Like I used to have a thing for collecting Mountain Dews. I used to, I used to do um, very expensive basketball sneakers, which notes taken, you know, if you, if you lose an extreme amount of weight, your foot, your foot doesn't lose length, but loses girth. I went from a size 13 uh, Jordan LeBron to a size 11. So spent all that money and I can't even fit those shoes anymore, <laughs> but you know, it's, that's sideways. Um, just, just finding little things that, that become routine. Like, Oh, I need to go do this. I need to go do this. I need to go do that. Um, and I was, I wasn't always a 4am early riser. I wasn't always a 5am crossfitter. You know what I mean? It's just it comes down to that consistency. Like I really enjoyed showing up. I really enjoyed the endorphins from going to the gym. I really enjoyed you know, the progress, not only on the scale, but just physically feeling better. The, you know, the clothes fitting a little looser people around you as, as hard as it, you know, sounds to say, and as bad as it sounds to say, people start looking at you differently. You know what I mean? You're, you're starting and actually it kind of switches because now you kind of blend in. So like if you went to whatever, you went to a professional sports game, even though you can't right now because COVID, um, but say you went to a big crowd, <laughs> you went to a big crowd, you, you blend in now, but like at, at work, people just treat you differently. If you're, you know, in the dating space, people treat you differently. You know what I mean? You get different looks. Um, so at 480 and, you know, 400, 300, just working my way down, just finding that little thing that made me happy, happy to show up every day happy to show up at Planet Fitness. Um, it was a very lonely road. I was working out by myself, um, but just showing up and seeing those, seeing those same people at the gym, feeling better. Um, and then as far as food goes, my, my diet, just like yours, is very plain, but it just works for me because it's literally an assembly line. I have my rice cooker, the rice is popping, the rice is cooking, I'm at the stove cooking whatever meat of the week it is, mm -hmm. and I feel satisfied. I'm not, I mean, I'm always hungry, but I'm not physically hungry. Like I'm good. And you know what I mean? That's, that's what it comes down to. So my discipline is bullshit. You know what I mean? Anybody, yeah. everybody has it in them and I'm not down talking myself, but everybody has it in them. They just need to dig deep and find it. You know what I mean? Whether it's yoga, whether it's Pilates, whether it's, um, you know what I mean? Jujitsu, wh whatever whatever makes you happy, whatever diet makes you happy, whatever physically physical activity, it doesn't even have to be in weight loss. Just finding something that you could do consistently in routine as possible. You know what I mean? That's going to build discipline. You're not going to want to do something that you absolutely hate. 
yes, some days in the gym, you're going to be sore. Yes, some days going to the gym, it's going to be raining. You're not going to want to go. But you've never, you will never have a workout that you regret unless obviously you have a big injury, you know, at the gym. So I think discipline is definitely a trait that everybody has, but they definitely, I want to say 60% of people don't, do not utilize. Yeah. And I mean, I completely agree with you. I mean, kind of a twofold thing here. It's like, so I tell people all the time that, um, that discipline slash, you know, like confidence is built, you know, uh, one small victory at a time. So me getting up and going to the gym on Monday usually leads to me getting up and going to the gym on Tuesday and me eating right all day Monday, you know, and me meal prepping and getting that done and checking that box off usually leads to me eating well all week. And, you know, on a larger scale, that's how I was able to lose weight, right? It's like I was successful one week, saw that weight drop. And then, you know, and I being good with food and all that stuff, I, it kind of gives you a it builds up the confidence, builds up that discipline because you just want more and more and more. With the discipline, it's super, you know, it's super important because it can be built, but it can also kind of go the other way. So if I miss the gym on Monday or I miss the gym, you know, I miss the gym Monday, then it's like, oh, do I really feel like going Tuesday? And so you got to keep that momentum going in the right direction, in my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's, all, it's all about momentum. You know what I mean? It's all about it. It's like you're, you literally have a ball and chain on your ankle. And, you know, once you start moving, you're going to keep on moving. Once you start slowing down, you start skipping days, whether it be an injury or just straight up laziness, you know what I mean? It's going to be harder to get started. Just keep moving. So one thing that I know a lot of people, and this is where I was going for, I completely lost my train. (laughs) One thing I know that a lot of people have trouble with is, so they get that momentum going and then say they get to a point in their journey where they want to have cheap meals or they don't want to be as strict. So, you know, my question for you is like, you're at a kind of point where you're maintaining slash have other goals. And, Mm -hmm. you know, like, so for example, I recently saw it was your birthday, right? And you were eating some delicious looking food. So a lot of of people that completely like derails them, you know, that completely sends them off the, off the track. And so just from the little time that I've been following you and watching your story, like that doesn't seem to happen to you. What do you, what do you think that is? I mean, for me, um, you know, I'm just, I just turned 28. I have, I am, but I have control over it now. You know, I've been a, uh, a lifelong food addict. And I think most people who are obese, um, we all are and all were food addicts. And it, it just comes with, with time and experience and control. And by no means am I an expert, but I feel like I need to, just for me, if I eat, if I cheat, I don't even really call them cheats. It's just decisions that I make. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I mean? For the majority of my journey, until I, I want to say until I hit my goal weight, I never really had a cheat. I was just so determined, so driven. Um, like whenever we would go out to a sports bar, I would have grilled chicken wings, and that'd be like my cheat. And it's really not. It's just they're just it's just chicken wings. Mm-hmm. But I was just so goal oriented, just so head on, so focused. And I do, I get that, uh, I get that comment a lot. You know what I mean? Oh, when can I have a cheat? Oh, was it all right if I have this? It's my birthday. I'm like, listen, it all comes down to you. It all comes down to that control that you have upstairs. Um, you know, is it going to be a snowball effect? And you know what I mean? All that food that I had on my birthday weekend had no nutritional value. I felt like shit Monday morning, you know, the following Monday morning, like I was doing, I had, 
the workout had like a mile and a half of running. I literally felt like I had center block. It had box jumps and it had running. I felt like I had center blocks on my feet. Like I felt like I was going to eat it doing box jumps. And I kind of understood it. I was like, okay, I've accepted this fact. And I think like with the food balances, I've definitely found that. And I've definitely grown on that and have accepted it um, within this last year because I've been on this journey about three and a half years and I've kept it off. Um, never really had any big regains, never really had any real like regains or any, you know, scares like, oh shit, I need to get my shit together. Um, but, you know, it literally, it all comes down to we've been cheat, we've been having cheat meals our whole life. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? For me, it was Mountain Dew. For me, it was 12 packs of Mountain Dew. So you said your friend had three cans. I was having 12 packs of Mountain Dews. I was having, I was a very romantic guy. I know that you don't rush a good thing. So I would never microwave my Totino's pizza rolls. I would always put those babies in the oven. Okay? <laughs> good things take time. Um, it was pizza rolls. It was bagel bites. It was my famous Oreos. Like I would just go in. Like We've literally all been having cheat meals our whole life. So if you already have that mindset when you're just starting, like, when can I have my first cheat? I mean, I hate to say, but you you might not have that much success. You need to, you need to flip that switch and you need to understand this is my goal. What the hell am I going to do to get there? How determined, how strict am I going to be? And again, like you don't need to follow a written program. Um, you know what I mean? Like I feel people ask me all the time for this advice and, you know, I might dabble into coaching, but right now I'm not going to give, one-on-one -on -one advice just because I know what worked for me. I know what my triggers are. You know what I mean? If you think, okay, you've been maintaining this weight. If you think you could have cake on your birthday, go for it. If it's going to be mentally messing with your head, like if I don't have this cake, I don't have this cake, you know, you're going to flip and you're going to have a whole cake, have a slice, relax, get back on your shit Monday. You know what I mean? Yeah. And one, you know, I think you made a couple of really good points there in the first one being that, you know, we're all essentially food addicts and that's yeah. not something that really gets talked about, you know, alcohol, drugs, all these things. Um, yeah. And I think what you're saying, I've said this a bunch people probably are yeah. hearing me like repeat it, but you know, I use the analogy as an alcoholic. If so, if you it's are struggling with your food addiction, you don't, you know, an alcoholic doesn't go to the bar, you know, five days into being sober and think that they can conquer that. Um, just like, so with the food, you might not give your cheat yourself a cheat meal for six months or whatever. And, you know, you have to be prepared to dig in and, and make that change. And like you said, it evolves over time. You find your triggers, you find, the things that work for you and the things that don't. Right. And, Absolutely. you know, I'm five years in and I'm still figuring stuff out. And I mean, I always will be, it's something that I'm always going to grapple it's with. Gonna be yeah. yeah. It's always going to be there. It's, you know, it's a chronic illness, so to say that, you know, you're going to deal with through your life, but it's going to get easier over time. And, you know, I think that's what a lot of people don't realize they're, they go to start this journey and they see, I got a hundred pounds to lose. It's like overwhelming in that first month or year or maybe even two years is extremely hard dealing yeah. with the, your willpower and stuff but it gets easier over time it constantly gets easier Absolutely. um so you know going back to that food addict how did that start for you so we, we've talked about where you got to the 480 pounds how did your i guess addiction to food start and like do you know what i guess made you addicted to it yeah i mean like i said Jen 
I don't blame, I don't like to blame genetics. Um, I come from a heavier family. Um, we're all, we're all losing some weight right now. I'm kind of, I'm kind of contagious. Um, yeah, I saw you got your, your mom on board, right? She's, she's on it. My, uh, my brother lives about three hours North, but he's, he's working in the shadows. Um, he's losing a little bit of weight. Uh, still gotta get, still gotta get dad on the board, but I don't, I don't tell people what to do. I don't, I just, you yeah. just gotta be an example. You just gotta be an mm-hmm. example. Um, but for me growing up with a brother, you know what I mean? Um, and it was in the nineties. This was before, you know, I'm still a baby, but whatever, you know, this was before, uh, you know, iPhones and all that stuff. I think I had, I think my first phone was like a moto Motorola razor, mm-hmm. um, back then. But it was just like, you knew that there was always physical activity. Um, you know what I mean? You knew where, where the bikes were in the driveway. That's where all the boys were at. That's where they're all hanging out. But that being said, like my house was always the hangout house and us, me and my brother already being big snacks were always readily available. Um, from the cookies to the sodas to the juices to pop tarts to pizzas and anything, you name it. And then also, um, my brother's three years older than me. And once he got that driver's license, yeah, it was over. Up. Once he, once he got the driver's license, it was over, uh, Taco Bell, McDonald's, boom, whatever sneaking out in the, in the middle of the night to go get Krispy Kreme, go get a hot case. I mean, we're literally, we're, we're food addicts, you know what I mean? Um, drug addicts, they drug out. I mean, alcoholics, they go out in the club all night. Drug addicts, they, they go out in the middle of the night to go get a high. That's what, that's what we were doing. You know what I mean? I was, I was literally 12 years old. My brother's 16. We're, we're sneaking out to go get Krispy Kremes. What are we doing? <laughs> You're addicted. That sugar. Um, so it just like slowly, it just slowly started to escalate. I mean, fresh freshman year of high school, I was already almost 300 pounds. Um, and that was like, the, that was like the slow jump. So I think I was already like 200 pounds, 200 ish pounds at like 10 years old. And then, you know, I was 300 by high school, you know what I mean? So, but then it just started getting worse. Like after high school, um, I was working at a grocery store, big, fine gentleman right here, um, working at a grocery store. They had me, a high school kid, in charge of the frozen food and the dairy. Chocolate milk, ice cream. I mean, come on. Like that's that was a bad dangerous. combo. That's a bad that was da- that was dangerous. And like, um, you know, they they couldn't resell fresh food or they couldn't donate fresh food. So all the food from the deli, the chicken tenders, the mac and cheese, like I put on so much weight at that job. Um, you know what I mean? I was just I just didn't have that mindset. I just didn't have I literally didn't have that understanding to how dangerous food was. And I just didn't, I didn't have a care. I didn't have a care in the world. I mean, I tried to lose weight a couple times throughout my life. I never, I think I did Weight Watchers before, but I was never really serious about it. Cause like I was just young, young and dumb and fat. Like my parents were paying for the gym membership. So it didn't hurt me if I wasn't, I mean, it was hurting me, but it didn't hurt my pocket that I wasn't showing up. It wasn't a waste to me that I wasn't showing up. And, you know, I mean, I think just slowly growing up and obviously hitting that rock bottom, hitting almost 500 pounds, that's what, that's what really woke me up. And, you know what I mean? Obviously understanding what food is and how it's fuel, you know what I mean? So yes, food is still delicious. I'm actually eating more food now. Well, probably not. I don't even want to try and imagine what my calories <laughs> were back then, but I'm eating 3,500 calories worth of food and the scale's not moving because I understand my numbers. I understand where I have to be with my calories um, to perform, like we said earlier. Yeah. And I mean, that's important is knowing where you have to be. And also, you know, I think people can easily become addicted to food in that, 
you know, same, it's kind of same situation as me, like growing up my, I come from a heavier family. Like we always had those kind of foods like chips, soda, burgers, all that kind of stuff. And when that's what, and that's when that's what you're eating all the time. I mean, who wants a salad? Who wants to do any of that stuff? And if you're not in a mental spot or, you know, for us, it was age, you know, where we know better and to start making the right decisions. Like, I don't blame my parents at all. You know, I yeah. mean, they, they fight the same battles that I'm fighting now, you know, and it's just like a, a vicious cycle. But then it, it literally gets to a point, in my opinion, where it's kind of like a high. Like I, so I would leave my house every day and go straight to like Speedway or some other gas station and get, you know, three or four packs of those, you know, little powdered donuts and a couple energy Oof. drinks and just, yeah. you know, and smashing those every morning for breakfast. And then like, it would literally like mentally like kill me if I couldn't go get those things. Like yeah. not going to the gas station, I was like, that's like all I'm thinking about on the way to work. And I'm like, you know, at one point I really was like, man, I feel like this is like the closest thing I can relate to being a drug addict. Like I'm, yeah. I'm driving I my, for I an hour fix. to work. I need my fix. <laughs> I'm driving for an hour to work thinking about power, powdered donuts on the first day I didn't go get them, you know? And it's just like ridiculous looking back at it, but there's not a lot of conversation about it. And if you tell some people that you're addicted to food, they look at you like you're an idiot because you know and i mean it it is different from drugs or whatever because not every single person's using it as they as food yeah. you know but some people just get in a cycle and they can't break it so um but breaking that cycle is difficult but once you do it you know it's still a constant struggle but you figure it out right and so it seems like from the other things that I've heard when you broke that cycle with food and you know, you started your fitness journey, it happened quick. Yeah. I, I, I didn't expect it. Um, but I lost. So I went from, I went from 480 to 225 in 15 months. I lost 265 pounds in 15 months. Um, Holy shit. That is a <laughs> lot, my friend. Yeah. I mean, I never, like I said, I never really set like a timeline. I was just extremely, extremely hungry. Um, like that for, I think when you're that big and I'm sure even with you, you know, we 350. Yeah. Right. You know, that first month was probably huge, right? Yeah. Yeah. Cause that, that first month you're dropping, you're dropping all the sodium, you're dropping a lot of water weight. Um, so first month I dropped 40 and then it was like 20, 25 15 20 and it's just it's slowly you know you're if you're a big guy and you literally make these extreme changes and like i said i never starved myself i just cut out the crap cut out all the preservatives cut out all the sugar and was extremely consistent if i couldn't go to the gym best believe i was walking my neighborhood i was doing stairs so like i, I never expected it um and still i mean the job's never done like i've kept the weight off i'm where i want to be physically um performance wise but the job never ends you know what i mean now this is life like i live for this but like i said like with food if i miss the gym uh i'm lost when the gyms closed down i was lost for a little bit and then you know we started doing zoom zoom uh workout home workout so that was great um definitely isn't the same you know as far as intensity and having your people there right there with you but you make the best of it um so yeah i mean i had that success and I feel like a lot of people kind of, kind of lose motivation because, you know, it is kind of that 
comparison. Compa comparison is the thief of joy. Um, you know what I mean? Like you go on Instagram, you see all these people like, oh, they did this and this amount of times. Like, stop looking at that, please. Just listen, yeah. read, read. Like I, I take the time to write my captions. Please read my caption. I'm telling you, you will not be the same as me. I don't want to be the same as you. I don't want you to be the same as me. Like people DM you, oh man, you also lost weight. You're my role model. I, I want to be just like you. Please be better, be, be better than me. Yeah. Be better than me. Don't compare yourself to me. Be better than me. You're not, I guarantee you, you are not going to eat the same thing. You're not going to go to Planet Fitness. I hope to God you're not going to listen to Natural every morning. Don't <laughs> be like me. Just be better than me. You know what I mean? Find what works for you. And just set a little goal and take baby steps towards that goal. Don't get discouraged when that scale goes up. Step off the scale for a little bit. Are you feeling better? Are your clothes feeling better? You know what I mean? Just, I had that success because I just had that one goal. That's it. Yeah. And so I, I think that's awesome. You're saying like, do what fits you because everybody's different. And especially, you know, people can't compare their, especially if they don't need to lose an extreme amount of weight, they can't compare their circumstances to someone else. Right. So I, I've heard you say before that you had uh, a bunch of haters because you lost so much weight in a short period of time. Right. And, you know, if you got, if you only have 50 pounds to lose and you do that in three weeks or something, you know, some yeah. crazy shit, then, you know, maybe that probably is unhealthy, but in your situation, you're, you were literally in a sense, like fighting for your life, right? Because that is yeah. at that weight, you know, you're at super high risk for heart disease and all, all kinds of crazy stuff. So, you know, I mean, I can see why you do that, but just kind of going more on your point is like, I got an Instagram message from a guy the other day and he was like, Hey, you know, what should I do? I've been on keto for like eight weeks and I've lost like two pounds a week every week. And I was like, it sounds like you should just do exactly what you're doing. And he yeah, was like, yeah, but he was like, yeah, but everyone I see on these pages are losing like massive amounts of weight. And I'm like, dude, you're doing perfect. Like just stay consistent and it'll come. And so many people want that kind of like almost like instant gratification or they don't yeah. understand that the time commitment that it takes, you know what I'm saying? Everybody wants that Amazon prime. Yeah. Everybody wants it. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, I mean, social media, Amazon prime, like they give us our news instantly. They give us our packages instantly. Like why can't we lose weight instantly? And it's like, well, you didn't put it on instantly. So it's going to take some time to get it off as well. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. So, what are, uh, you know, I, I love your, your banner back there, set your goals, smash the shit out of them, repeat. Yeah. What, what are some goals for you moving forward, man? Um, so I, I kind of like subtly put little things on there, you know, just to, just to throw it in the universe, just, just for me. Um, I'm working on, um, you know, it's great. It's great to have an impact and to have a, a social media presence and like have all the DMS, having all the comments, people looking up to you, you know, people asking you questions and being there and being that support group. And you know what I mean? I love it when people tag me in their like non-scale victories and stuff in, uh, in the DMS, but I really want to see, obviously I, I, I could rub off on my family. I personally, I want to say before 2020, before 2020 is over, I want to be working in a gym, um, you know, whether it be one-on-one, -on -one, um, whether it be group classes, whether it just be having like having seminars, just having seminars 
um, you know, walking into the gym and having, seeing if a gym will let me walk in and have people sign waivers just to, just to work with like the local community with people who are struggling with what I've struggled with my whole life and just show them little modifications, little workouts that they could do, like sitting up and down on boxes instead of doing air squats or, you know what I mean? Like doing a push up against the wall or doing ball slams, doing just walking, just like pushing a sled, just little things. Because I know part of the way, part of the thing that struggles most with, you know, people losing weight is that gym intimidation. So I feel like people, if I, if I walk into the gym with my shirt off and just play with my loose skin and just showed you like, Hey, I was there. I'm not going to judge you. I was there. Put some headphones on, focus on me, focus on that person on the mirror. Um, so that's one thing that I want to do. I definitely want to step into the gym. I want to see if what I, what I've, if what I've been through, um, can help motivate and push and get results with actual people in real life off of Instagram, off of social media. Um, so that's one thing, obviously the bodybuilding show and just overall, just, you know, being, just being the best version of me every day and just continuing to show up. That's it really. Yeah, I mean, I personally think that you'll be, you know, great at whatever you do in the way of, you know, personal training, coaching, seminars. I mean, I think especially the seminars, I think that's a great idea. Like just you walking in and showing just the change you made is motivation in itself, right? You need a life-size picture of yourself or like, right. uh, or I like just those. come out, I just come out from behind it. Yeah. I'll just do, I'll just do like a Richard Simmons. I'll just grab my hair and just, Perfect. all right, everybody. It'll be like you, uh, the pictures you were posting today with like the, uh, the yeah, this, yeah, yeah, exactly. Be something like that. You just poke around like, Hey, this used to be me. Um, you know, and that gives people motivation. And, you know, I, I did say earlier, you know, kind of in a way motivation is bullshit, but also yeah. that motivation is what gets people started. You know, yeah. I mean, yeah, it, doesn't, people, it doesn't last forever, but it definitely is usually huge. people don't say I got so, or I got uh self-discipline. I'm going to start, you know, it's like, Oh, I want to do what that person's doing and they develop over time and just get better. Um, and like that, that's one of the things which, I mean, I understand social media now and I understand, you know, the algorithm. So part of that thing that we're talking about motivation is bullshit. You can have somebody and easily you could throw up transformation Tuesday. You know what I mean? If you're in a weight loss community, you know what transformation Tuesday is you mm -hmm. throw up before you throw up an after instantly it's going to be gratifying you're going to get more comments you're going to get more likes but at the end of the day i like speaking i like speaking i like putting my shit into word i like putting captions because i feel like if you actually take the time to read and feel what's coming out of here instead of just looking at a picture like cool yeah that was me this is me now read read listen to my words yeah. Cause that, you know what I mean? A picture's like, wow, holy shit, I could do that. And you could like, you could screenshot it. You know what I mean? You could have, don't be a creeper, but you could have pictures on your wall. But you know what I mean? I think hearing and reading stuff is going to, I like to attack people. I like to call people out on their bullshit. Like when I do my stories in the morning, I will call people out. I don't say any names, but I'm like, hey, it's 5 a.m. What are you doing? Well, you're watching this, right? Well, that ass up. You know what I mean? <laughs> hundred air yeah. squats a day. So, I mean, accountability is huge. Motivation comes and goes, but yeah, man, just 
So in my creeper, <laughs> if I have your like a uh, picture as my background on my phone or no, I'm just, absolutely not. Absolutely not. I'm just kidding, man. But <laughs> you know, so I think that's, that's great. One thing I, I do want to ask you is how did you get started in the gym? You know, so I see so many people and you touched on this a little bit that have that gym intimidation or they're like, you know, I'm 300 pounds. I don't even know what I could do in the gym or yeah. how do I get started? You were 480 pounds. Like that's on a whole nother level. Like, so what did you do to get started and how has that evolved? Well, obviously now I know with the, the bodybuilding yeah. and the CrossFit, but yeah. how did, how did you get to there from 480 pounds? So it all started with, like I said, just um, walking around the neighborhood. I lived in an apartment complex at the time, just walking in the neighborhood, clean eating. Um, I would do 20 flights of stairs every night. Um, until I, Sometimes I would get pissed, like it wouldn't register. So I'd, I'd do like 25 flights. <laughs> but that was just something that I had to do. And that slowly evolved into the gym apartment complex, um, trying to do things. Like I still felt a little uncomfortable on like the treadmill just because it was like squeaking when I was walking on it, the elliptical, like I couldn't even, I couldn't even fit in it, but there were some free weights. Um, you know what I mean? Just having an older brother, I knew how to like bench press. Um, I wasn't comfortable. I never in my adult life squatted because in high school, you know, playing football, I played for one year. Um, they weren't comfortable with me doing squats cause they're like, I mean, your form's trash. Like you're, you're, you're big and like you, let's just not even attempt it. So like I never did squats. Um, so it was just like cable. Like I, I have like old videos still on my phone. And that's one thing I love is like, I have, I don't know what I was, I was like doing tricep pull downs, but I was like going like that. Like, I didn't know what I was doing. I had no clue what I was doing, but I was just doing it. And you know, from the apartment complex gym to that purple and yellow gym that gets a whole bunch of hate planet fitness. I lost the bulk of my weight at planet fitness. You know what I mean? Yeah. People could hate on Planet Fitness. I lost, I could say Planet Fitness, you know, I'm the contributing factor, but Planet Fitness, I lost over 200 pounds at Planet Fitness. It had everything that I needed. Um, I think if you say one gym is better than the other, it's bullshit. Every, any gym, the gym is what you make of it. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Gym doesn't even have, gym doesn't even have to have a roof, but literally if the gym has walls and roof and has some equipment in it, Jim, you could even work out from home. It doesn't matter, but yeah. just progressing from Planet Fitness, a local CrossFit found me, started doing CrossFit, fell in love with the people more than the actual workouts. The workouts were tough. Like I was already at my goal weight, but there were some things that I never did before, never thought I could do before, but just finding something, finding something that puts a smile on your face that you enjoy doing, beating yourself up every day. Well, not beating yourself up, but you know what I mean? Challenging yourself every day that puts yeah. a smile on your face. Yeah, man. So one thing that you that you did touch on there was, you know, like you might not have a hundred percent known what to do or what equipment to use or, you know, how, you know, forms and that kind of stuff. Are there, you know, what resources did you use for those things? And are there people that, you know, that you thought were really good and things that, you know, maybe people should check out? Um, I mean, to be honest, it was just kind of just, just watch, just watching people, watching people at the gym, seeing what they were doing. And then, um, also just like using hashtags, just using, ha using hashtags on Instagram, just checking like hashtag fitness, hashtag back workout, whatever. But, you know, just really just monkey see monkey do just watching people in the gym and you know what I mean? 
I still feel uncomfortable. Like if at CrossFit, my family's my family. Like we could all talk to each other, but I still feel uncomfortable like going up to somebody in the regular gym and like correcting form because you don't want to come off as like a douche. Yeah, absolutely. Especially you, you if it's a girl. I mean? Then you're even more weird. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? But just, just picking up things, just monkey see monkey do just, you know, just learning along the way and uh, having fun with it. Um, but I never really, never really honestly had like a specific go-to page, um, but YouTube, Instagram, and just watching your surroundings at the gym. Yeah, we have a wealth of knowledge at our fingertips between Instagram and, and YouTube yeah. and even podcasts. Like, uh, you know, I was really big into powerlifting and listen. So I listen to a lot of like uh, Mark Bell and like those types of people. And then, you know, their YouTubes, like they are constantly putting out um, free information, free content to people, you know, in an effort to help people which is essentially the same thing that you're doing on your Instagram. It's all kind of the same, you know? Yeah. Um, but you know, I know you got an early bedtime. So, yeah. so, so wrapping up here a little bit, <laughs> uh, the last question that I ask, um, all of my guests is if there is, if there was one piece of info of information that you could give to the listeners that they could implement today, you know, something simple that they could do, take away from this and implement to make their fitness journey better. What would that be? Okay. Um, to be pretty, pretty straightforward. Um, I don't care what diet you follow. I don't care what sort of physical activity, what fitness part journey that you, you're going to do, find something that literally you could see yourself doing for the next two, for the next five, for the next 10, for, for your life. Find something that is sustainable, something that puts a damn smile on your face, something that you don't feel like you are in jail, you are enslaved to do it. Because honestly, if you don't enjoy doing something, you're not going to stick to it find something, start today. That's it. Yeah, that's great advice. I mean, I, I like to say something similar and, and that's just uh, fall in love with the process and make it a lifestyle. You know, yeah. I mean, saying the same thing, find something you, you love and, you know, let that take you from there. So, Absolutely. man, it, it's been great. Uh, just, I mean, everybody already knows probably, but let <laughs> everybody know where to follow you on, uh, on the social media. Humble, man. Humble, humble. Uh, um, so I only have an Instagram, um, no YouTube, no, uh, no Twitter. Uh, TikTok is, is a thing of the past, I think almost. Maybe. Right? I think by the I think time that. this, by the time this interview comes out, it could be completely banned. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't figure it out anyway. So, um, find me on Instagram at Poro 92 P O R R O 92. And, uh, thanks for having me, man. I appreciate it. Hey, no problem, man. I appreciate you coming on the show and uh, I'll put the link to your Instagram in the show notes. But uh, if that's it, man, that's a wrap. Thanks. I appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciate you, man. All right, guys, that's a wrap. I hope you enjoyed this interview with Alex. I thought it was a great time. Got some good, really good stuff out of it. Um, make sure that you guys have liked, followed, subscribed, all that kind of stuff on Instagram. Uh, your podcast app, the whole nine yards, so that you don't miss out on any of the Hungry for Success uh, content that's coming out. Again, thank you for listening, and as always, see you next week.